Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Reality Redefined. My name is Nick. And I'm Ian. And you are? Mandy. Mandy. Mandy fi- finally rejoined us ever after having a couple of weeks off. A hiatus. Yes. Yeah. This is... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't mean it It was like so that. depressing not having you here. <laughs> it is always nice having Mandy with us. She, yes. bri- she brightens up the conversation, I guess. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... No? Why no. not? I don't know. I don't usually have much to say. <laughs> just like, sit here and shake my head, and nobody can see me or hear me. Ian, Ian and I don't really have much to say either. Yeah, yeah both we can of talk you for do. hours. You guys but... talk all the time, nonstop. We, we say a lot, but we're not really saying anything at all. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like uh, what was that one line from that one movie? Uh, you can love your animals, just don't love your animals, oh, right? Okay. What, what, what was that? Truth about cats and dogs. Yeah, that's what it was. So we're we're saying things, but we're not really saying, saying things. things. Okay. Or we're we're talking, but we're not saying anything. Yes. If that makes more sense. Yeah. Is that like when I hear you, but I'm not really listening? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or <laughs> well, you're it's listening, like, but you don't hear. Every single second that I'm talking, that's that's mm-hmm. that's Mandy. Yeah, and I'm sure she says the same about you. No, no that's what I'm saying. Oh. She feels that way about me. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, see, I'm I'm listening, but I'm not hearing. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for for making a uh, an example there. Yeah. Yes, well, that's, uh, that was perfect. That's what I'm here for. Setting the example. Is that what it is? No, because <laughs> um, I set a bad example. <laughs> uh, we do have an email address. If you have any questions or comments, uh, Ian, what's our email address? It is. You should get a post-it or something I for should. us. Like, What's that? Put it right here. Give us a post-it. Well, Nick would point out I, that I'm on the show every every episode, and I should know this by now. Still. But that's that's kind of why I do it. Hmm. He likes to make me look stupid. Mm-hmm. It's realityredefinedpod at gmail.com. Yeah, and I would point out to the audience that can't see, he actually had his phone open, and I think he looked at that. He because did. I did want to double-check my <laughs> this is This is only the seventh episode that we've done. That's so. true. Oh, so it's going to take me at least another 100 episodes to even We did close. 138 episodes of the Life and Draw podcast, and, and I, Ian didn't know anything. I got it right a couple times, but then I'd forget again. Well, uh, this is one you should get right, Ian. What's our Twitter handle? Um, Manny, Manny probably even knows It this. is. It is. Nope. We are lizard people. No, it is at. At. What is it? We are lizard people. No. What is it, Mandy? We the lizard. Yes. Uh. See, Mandy did know it is at We the Lizard People, but it's PPL, not people. PPL. Yeah. Correct. At We the Lizard People. I did kind of know that one. I don't really post much on there, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe eventually. I don't have a whole lot of time as it is, but mm. between this and uh, fifty thousand things I do for our YouTube channel, mm. which if you haven't checked it out yet, go. If you're a fan of music or vinyl records. Check out the Vinyl Den on YouTube. Indeed. And we have a Facebook group on, we do. on Facebook now, too, yeah. which is fun. It's, we're getting some more people on there. I, mm-hmm. I try to post a lot. Mandy. saw what? my poll. Yeah. Somebody decided to join before Friday yeah. and ruin the whole thing. I, and, and to be fair, I did it before I even knew the poll existed. <laughs> yes. So Mandy, Mandy put a poll on our Facebook group, well, on the Vinyl Den Facebook group, mm-hmm. about uh, when Ian would finally join the Facebook group. I think the he, options were, Nick said... Um, today when we recorded, well, I put hound me. Mm-hmm. Mandy said in a month, I think, and then there was never, and then two weeks or something yeah, like that, something like yeah, that. and then never, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did it on Thursday before recording, yeah. So without any prompting at all, other than 
I kept seeing it in the thing. So. I know. I saw it, and I was so disappointed. I was like, what? That wasn't an option. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you can put your own option in there. I know, but he didn't. So I know that. just he, ruined he, my poll. He didn't even I part- destroyed he, it. He didn't even participate in the damn poll. Results are nil and void. I know. You think I, you're a Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I want demand a recount. <laughs> that's. All, I think that's why I said. All those votes are just gone after <laughs> I saw it because Nick asked me if I saw it, and I was like, "No, I'll go take a look at it," and I did. And I, after it, I think I said I, I destroyed the poll. I won the poll Trump style or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> I will. I do have an ask, a, a question to ask you about that, though, Ian. What's that? Did you go back on there and accept the position I gave you on the page? The admin? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, right. Immediately after you sent me the text and said that it was there. So oh, I did. Well, there you go. Because I was sitting on the shitter and I figured there oh, I had no excuse not to. <laughs> Which is true. I had no that's, excuse. That's uh, where all good true. things happen, right? Indeed. That's, that's where Elvis died. Uh, it's yeah. where Trump sends all of his tweets out from, you mm-hmm. know, his angry shit tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if his diet's anything like mine, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, oh, he eats little little babies too. No, no, but something tells me that the only thing that he and I have in common is our diet. Well, and that you guys are both human and breathe oxygen. Are we though? Is he really? <laughs> he is. Yeah, I uh, he guess he could be one of the lizard people, or part of the Illuminati, or like what we're going to talk about tonight, the New World Order. Well, the Illuminati and the New World Order are kind, kind of, of intertwined. Yeah, they kind of are. You know, similar, very similar. Yeah. But. There's there's various levels. I of believe the the, Ill- the Illuminati is actually bigger than the New World Order. Though. The New World Order is like their plan. Yeah. It's like their goal. Do you know anything about this this no. conspiracy theory, Mandy? See, no. this is why I like having you on the when show. When you say Illuminati, I think Tupac. So, like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's that, that was different, but. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, not really, though, because. He was like, calling it out the same as. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, we're, I'll get to it eventually, but there's, like, this strange tie in the last couple of years between, like, right-wing extremism, like, that believes in this new whole New World Order thing. And rappers believing in it also, and mm-hmm. like hmm. having it in their songs. I don't know, it's it is kind of strange, but all right. So, and that's kind of that's what I was gonna say. The media is that's one thing I like about having you on the show is that you don't know anything about this, so you have like a unbiased opinion opinion about or perspective. Yeah, or perspective. I like perspective better because I don't have opinions. You do have opinions, <laughs> Mandy. If you guys don't know, Mandy has very strong opinions on what. Not having an opinion? <laughs> That's Hating an opinion. that everybody has an opinion? <laughs> it's not that. You have strong opinions. You tend to keep them to yourselves because you don't like to yourself because you don't like conflict. So if you, so if you don't know Mandy's uh she's been in education for a long time. So Mandy does have strong opinions when it comes to education. Who do you think should be the next uh um secretary of education? I don't know. Do you think Jill Biden should? I think. Yeah, why not? I, I think she. So I guess she said she's going to. At least con- she's in education. She, she actually yeah. she says she's going to continue to to teach. Mm-hmm. Oh well, well, I mean, if she's if she wants to stay with what she's doing, she yeah. may not be available. Because she's a, plus, I don't know what professor. the she's the, a professor. Yeah, I don't know. Professor the, of English, isn't she? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what the precedent is for a first lady having a position in the cabinet either. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. No, I don't think it's ever yeah. happened. But I mean, if there, it's like I said, I I wouldn't be opposed to her being in there because. You definitely need to have someone who's been in education. Who yeah, to, to yeah well, and that's kind of the other thing is too. It, it, <clears> is, <throat> and Mandy and I have been kind of going through this recently with our kids' school district. And I've been pushing my wife to actually run for the school board because I think we need to have 
voices in those positions that are educators mm-hmm. that understand both sides. The, the both sides of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times it's just right administrators. Now, it's just like or it's just parents. Yeah. That have an opinion but don't understand how things are run and I'm yeah. not here to degrade a parent or anything but cool. well, you we're, can we're have an opinion. Parents, yeah. But yeah. if you don't know how things are run on the inside, you can say you have to do this or you should do this. But if it's not feasible, then yeah, exactly, well, it's, it's difficult for a parent to not be biased if they don't have that extra information too. Right. Yeah, and it's just uh, so I think that in positions like that, in Secretary of Education and things like that, in school boards, I think those should have the voices of educators in them. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's an opinion, Mandy has. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you say so and it's, and it's a relatively non-controversial opinion yeah, I can't I, imagine we'll get too much complaint or argument from anyone outside of the Trump administration so hopefully my wife will run for the school board yeah I don't know I can't that. vote for you but you'd have my vote if you did if I could what if they want to have a meet the candidate night and then I gotta like stand there and talk to like I'm not trying to just run imagine for just imagine you're talking to the parents because that's exactly who you're talking to yeah. yeah and what if they ask difficult questions like, like what <laughs> We're great, inter- we're great interviewers. <laughs> like what? Tell us what you mean. That, that was not. Planned. Do you have to have a platform? Like I don't, I don't know. think you really do. I think it just. I Come think meet me here. I your, am. Your platform would be. I'm going to do what's best for your child. As an educator, yeah, as an I know what needs to be done. I don't do done. well under pressure. I'm one of those, let me mm. think about it and I'll get back to you kind of people. And sometimes that's the best answer. It is always the best answer. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. But a lot of people don't like no, that. No, so. no, no. I've said that for a long time. You, you, you can, you can fake confidence, but don't fake intelligence. True. If you don't know something, there's nothing wrong with saying I don't know. Right. But I'm gonna find out and I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I think that's the most honest answer. I think people really connect to that a lot of times. So that's just if you're ever confronted with somebody and you don't know, just say I don't know. I'll just put my head down and cry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, I'm not voting for you. <laughs> I see the first the first school school board meeting. Mandy's like, I'm done. I just can't yep. take it anymore. Where's my tissue? <laughs> you guys are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and then Nick's got to go to the school board and I beat know. everybody up for making his oh, wife no, upset. Oh no, no, I have go Chrissy for that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Your sister oh, will go do that. Chrissy will be sitting right next to me. She'll be like, try it. I think I'm a li- <laughs> I'm a little bit more intimidating than your sister is. I don't know. She's, she's you're, you're physically intimidating. She's vocally intimidating. Yeah, okay. Yes. So like she'll just start talking and people will be like, oh shit, she's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. she, she just gives you that look. And you're cra- like, yeah, the I'm crazy done. eye. Does your sister have the crazy eye? It's not crazy eye. It's like, I don't know. She's going to cut someone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> okay. There's a few of those in my family. We call Is them there? sprites. <laughs> sprites? They're, they're the little people in my family. Oh. Reese? Well, yeah. She's not though. Reese is not. She's she not. used to be. Yeah. My aunt, my sister, my other sister. Those they all, are sprites. They, they fall in that category. Now Reese, I think, is definitely more like me. Yeah. Well, we just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. She has a very kind heart, though. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for yourself right no absolutely not that's why i'm going into nursing now you you like yeah i mean i think i think your heart's in the right place 
Yeah, right in my chest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right where it's supposed to be, where it pumps the blood to the proper spots yeah. of the body. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so kind of on to the subject. Right. right? So on the, <laughs> the so, new world order. So mm-hmm. what got me thinking about this is, I'm, and I'm not going to name names, but there is a person that Ian and I work with who is a believer of this. And I, it, it, it's all very interesting. All right, so maybe the, the way the, the conspiracy goes is that there is a small but powerful group of people that rule the world that make every major decision. So they decide what wars are done, uh, you know, banking collapses, those are all done intentionally. And they have this globalist agenda that, uh, so they're like working behind the scenes, pulling the strings every day, you know, just to kind of create conflicts and like I said, enrich themselves and uh, really to, to bring themselves more power. And the concept of the New World Order is to get us to a point where we are so dependent on them and so controlled by them that we have a one-world government that they put in power and control. We all basically are cogs in a wheel, and the whole world just becomes like a dystopian Big Brother 1984 situation. Yes. Make sense? I think so. Yeah. It's like scandal and the Bible all in one. Kind of. Okay. There are biblical part elements to it for some people. I, I, would, I would say there's a, a huge, but it, large. It doesn't have to be, but there is a lot, and yeah, there the Illuminati being kind of the that primary. Is that like yeah. her dad on Scandal? I've kind never, of. I've never watched kind Scandal. Of. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, yeah, her dad. Not a. Spoiled too, too much. too much. If you watch Scandal and you don't want to be spoiled, it was a lot. way over gonna, a long time oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a great show and you should definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. But her dad was like the head of this secret organization that. No matter what, he controlled it always. Everything. He they knew were, everything that yeah. was going on. They, they were the or ones. Around the world or just in the world? Oh, yeah. They were the ones that did, that did the presidential assassinations mm, okay. and coups and all that stuff. Mm. Yeah. It was all of them. Huh. What was the name of their group? Do you remember? No, and that's what's bothering me. I, I don't was remember trying to either. remember. It, had, it was like some numbers. Uh huh. I don't know. Uh, you know. Look it up. I'll while have to, yeah. Look it up while I'm talking. You guys chit chat. But yeah, so if that's the case, then you do kind of understand where this, um, even though you're not familiar with it, you'd kind of understand where this um, theory or conspiracy mm-hmm. comes from. Yeah, because like before, so like prior to the early 90s. This, like Ian said, this conspiracy was primarily limited to two American countercultures. Uh, one is the uh, the militantly anti-government, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, think uh, Timothy McVeigh, that kind of right. militia mentality, and the other part was the fundamentalist Christianity mm-hmm. section or, or group that really was concerned with the end time emergence. Of an antichrist, right? Yeah, because and, and it's kind of open to interpretation in a sense because if you look at Revelations, it doesn't. It kind of talks about a one-world government or a one-world order, but from a perspective of you know they're not being in a United States because obviously it was all written before there was a United States when the world itself was essentially the Middle East and Asia, most of Asia. So there, maybe Afri- in Africa, the, it was a smaller chunk of the world. So while one world government seemed to be like 
a crazy idea. Yeah. But now in this the world we live in with, you know, technology being what it is, a one one world government is actually kind of ideal because it means that we're all getting along. In my opinion, theoretically. 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 Mandy, did you figure? Did you find it? Mm-hmm. What is it? B six thirteen. Yes, it is B six thirteen. Rowan was her dad. Yeah. Mm. Eli Rowan. Yeah. He was it's really a, good. B six thirteen. He was a like he was a, a spy, like a spy organization agent, yeah. organization uh, thing. But he was like really like a paleontologist, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. That was his cover. Like he was a cur- yeah. he was a curator at a museum. Uh, that was his cover. Yeah, oh. behind the scenes, he was the the head of B six thirteen. He tricked me every single time. Every time I'm like, "Oh, it's your dad." And then he'd and like, then he'd do something bad, and yeah. I'm like, "Dang it, got me again." Yep, mm. he always got her too. Yeah, it was a good show. You did know. the show it's end? Really yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he get his comeuppance? I honestly not, don't even not, remember how. Not, it I don't ended. think. I don't think he did. I don't know. Because even JR had to die eventually in Dallas. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in real life, the character had to die. <laughs> yeah. The actor died, so they had to kill the character off officially. Because they only killed him like six other times. So yeah, the, the end game for the New World Order is definitely to replace themselves with the, as the central world government. Mm-hmm. There is a, one documentary, and I think I've brought it up on some of our other episodes in the past, not of this show, of Life in General. Um but there's a it's about three and a half hours long. It's called uh From JFK to nine eleven, everything is rich man's game or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I think we did. But that kind of breaks down the non religious side of it. And if you watch it, the arguments that are made are mildly convincing. Yeah. And it does tie into what the Illuminati is. He does bring up Illuminati like a couple times referencing these. I think it's all, it's all tied together, but he doesn't specifically throw that out there, but it is all the people who would be in the Illuminati. And he, I mean, like I said, without corroborating his evidence, I can't say it's not true because he, he lays out a relatively strong argument based on the evidence he gives you. Mm hmm. Uh, so check that out. It's on YouTube, I think. It, okay. it may have gotten pulled down, but... There's a lot of things to do on YouTube. But this has been on there for a long time. Okay. It's, it, may, it might still be on it there. It might yeah. still be on there. And check it, it out. And, and it I goes think... right through the Kennedy assassination all the way up to 9-11. Yeah, I think we did talk about it on the show yeah. before, but yeah, I never went back and actually looked but at it. But it really does tie into that New World Order th- um, theory yeah. a lot because it's about, like I said, it's more the players of the behind-the-scenes stuff leading to yeah. that. And, and I was going to say that the the guy that Ian and I work with, who does believe in this stuff, he's I, he was also raised very religiously, so or in a very religious household. So I believe that's kind of where he comes from, and that he believes he also believes that he, you know, is, is he he's a descendant of is it the Nephilim? Is that what it is? They're like the angelic race of some kind. Yeah, yeah he believes he's a, he's a descendant of those. It depends on the the interpretation of the Bible. Some of them sometimes they're referred as referred to as giants. Sometimes they're uh, you know fallen angels. It really depends on on the way. It's, yeah, so he he believes that he's from that race of people also, or race of beings. Mm. Um, so I think he's definitely more of the more the the religious side of that the religious yeah. side of the of the argument but uh if you go back to like i think where a lot of this well i'm sure where a lot of this all started from is if you go back and listen to uh woodrow wilson 
and Winston Churchill, they both referenced the New World Order several times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they referred to it as like a, uh, a, a period of history characterized by a dramatic change in, uh, in world political thought. So it kind of plays into uh, th- that's how they intended it, the, the phrase. So it's kind of. Which, if you look at that. your history, the Woodrow Wilson was president during World War One, Yeah. And Churchill obviously was prime minister during World War Two. Yeah. Which were hugely defining moments in history as well as the 20, 20th century. Um, but world history, very defining moments, yeah. very world changing moments. Well, yeah, because both both of those individuals, their ideas were instrumental in the creation of organizations like the League of Nations in 1920, mm-hmm. uh, the United Nations in 45, uh, NATO in 49. So those are like the and those are a lot of the those are a couple of the organizations that people really fall back to whenever they talk about this new world order you, and the central government. It's organizations like that that they're using to, right. to shape the world. You could also argue that uh, whether intentionally or through um, incompetence to a degree, Woodrow Wilson allowed France and Britain to uh, essentially gut all of Germany after World War One. Yeah. Forcing Germany to Which led pay to, reparations to the other to us rather than helping them rebuild like we did after World War II, which led to the rise of Nazism yes. in in Germany. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying is you can look at these. There's multiple things throughout the 20th century, or at least the early part of the 20th, the first half of the 20th century, mm-hmm. which really plays into and gives this kind of this theory or theories like this credit. Right. And it really validates a lot of their beliefs. And that documentary basically starts in the late 1800s and, and follows a lot of that, what you're talking about, through the, the 20s, 30s, 40s, yeah. and then beyond. Um, so, yeah. I I would think, based on that information, because I don't know how old the New World Order and Illuminati conspiracy theories are yeah. overall, but I would say that if they were true... There was no Illuminati pre eighteen fifty, or at least not in a in a in a sense of the extreme power that we're talking about. There were probably there, I, if it exists, it may have existed as a small organization. I don't know. Very, I think a lot very, of those people look at times like the in the eighteen hundreds and look at the extremely wealthy families, the Rockefellers and things like that. Well, that's that. what I'm talking about. But they, those were more like the late eighteen hundreds. Late eighteen hundreds. Right. But I'm like, you can look at families like mm-hmm. that. That had extreme wealth even in those time periods, mm-hmm. and you could look at that. I think a lot of people look at them as like the the founding of the new right. world order. And that's what that documentary yeah. does: the Harrimans and the yeah, Bushes. Absolutely, the- absolutely. Because if you look at the the way I kind of look at American history, at least is you know you know the, obviously we have we've had history for hundreds and hundreds of years, mm-hmm. but I think American history is primarily from. 1850 until now you know it's the the coming of age of the american society mm-hmm. that and, makes sense. And, and i think you look at these founding families if you want to call them that if you can kind of look and look at them legitimately mm-hmm. as that kind of new world order because a lot they, of those families are still in power today. yes and they were the ones that really shaped this country mm-hmm. over you know 150 plus years mm-hmm. Absolutely, without a doubt. There's also a video of George Bush uh, Sr. 
talking about the New World Order. And then I think uh, one of his State of the Union addresses. Is there? Yeah. And then also Bill Clinton in one of his addresses. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll look him up. If, uh, if I find him, we'll put a link in for the yeah. YouTube channel or the YouTube video. But it's in there. Oh, yeah. I've seen the video. I've seen, and I, like I said, I don't know if it's a State of the Union or just another, but he talks about the, the New World Order specifically in a sense, kind of like what you were talking about with Churchill and all that, yeah. but Bill Clinton as well. Okay, well, that makes sense. But uh, And then you, Obama. I think there's video of Obama saying New World Order as well. If you look at like post-World War II era conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. have really kind of pushed this idea. I guess it really started with, you know, in post-World War II, like the the Freemasons, mm-hmm. uh, the Illuminati, that kind of stuff started coming up, the, that... The Jews were, you know, a particular group that really got targeted as, you know, being working to to kind of form this international communist conspiracy mm. is really what it was. Especially the uh, the whole claim of godless communism, you know, that coming to as a, a becoming a threat to the United States, I think, was really big in that post World War II period. Right. Which, which I always found very, I always found very funny because Stalin was. Raised by the church, and he was actually yeah, destined I, I to become a a priest. But when he took power with communism, the the state has to be the primary yeah. head it, of it, everything. It's, it's not really atheism. No, it's no. just it's it's it the just, state is God yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. you know, rather than you know above there being a god, yeah, and you can't have competing gods. That so. period in post World War II, I think that is really kind of the founding of the beginning of the whole new world order conspiracy conspiracy ideas yeah yeah because like i said if you go into like the 60s you've got the john birch society who really kind of helped grow these these theories that uh the u.s and the and the soviet union were were both puppet uh, governments governments, basically being run by bigger entities well and that that documentary explains that even hitler was a puppet of that that got out of hand yes he, yeah. he, he, they put him in power to do what he did, but he got, he got out of hand. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, which, you know, a lot of those people made a lot of money on World War II. Oh, absolutely, big time. And and that's why I say it kind of feeds in. If you look at like the John Birch Society in particular, they really believed in uh, corporate internationalists, which is kind of where, where you're going at. Mm-hmm. Uh, greedy bankers, mm-hmm. corrupt politicians, all using the UN specifically as a vehicle to create that one world government. Right. Make sense, Mandy? Mm-hmm. Have you, have, how how much history have you studied in your education? Because I know you don't, that's not your area. That's not Mandy's area of... Anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think we did history. I took two courses in college. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only classes I didn't have difficulty in. The uh, one of Ian's favorite people in the world, though, it wrote a book in 1991 that was kind of like the the modern basis of my favorite people. Yeah, are you saying that sarcastically? Oh, absolutely. I, I don't know who it is because so. it's Pat Robertson. Oh, so in 1991, Pat, Pat, Pat Robertson wrote a best-selling book titled "The New World Order." Yeah. You know, and it became he at, and so since after that time period he really became one of the like the prominent voices mm-hmm. in the new world order theory right well and i mean i can see that i didn't know he did that but i can see him doing that and it's funny because his um his successors in the world of evangelicals and all that 
have continued that, but it seems to be they only tend to think that there's this conspiracy when people they don't like are in power. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. When Obama was in power, it's it the all, New yeah. World Order, the Illuminati's taking over. When Trump was in power, it's, like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're but, fine. Nothing's going on. Yeah, so, Still buy our, our, our survival buckets just in case, yeah. though. But uh, Robertson claimed that Wall Street, the Federal Reserve System, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, which I don't know what that is. It's, it's a think tank. Okay. Of very wealthy people. They and, have a, a and the, tri- the Trilateral Commission. Mm-hmm. He said that they all control the flow of events from behind the scenes, nudging people consistently, or I'm sorry, constantly and covertly in the direction of world government for the Antichrist. Mm. What yeah. he believed. Yeah. But if you think about it, like over since then, though, I mean, it's like it's definitely crept up into into American culture. Oh yeah, look at the look at the TV show, the the reality TV show Preppers. What do you think that was all about? Right, it was like that's what they're they're preparing biggest fear. Yeah, they're preparing. The government was going to take over, whether it's through our own government or as a puppet government. Bring in the end times. It was all that stuff. It all fed into. Well, I think a lot of militias are not to the same extent, but. Self-proclaimed militias think of themselves as the first line of defense against yeah. that too. So, and it's really crept up into American politics, also. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the the rise of power of ultra nationalism. Right. You know the the increase in lone wolf terrorist right. uh, attacks or domestic well, terrorism. Domestic terrorists. The the sad thing is, is that the people who are the most afraid of it are also the most willing to accept authoritarian rule, which is very funny. I find very funny. They're the ones who push for nationalism in a sense. And it's nationalism is exactly what they're talking about, what they're afraid of. Mm -hmm. But they, 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 they push for it. It's so, it's so strange. It is. And that's kind of, I think that kind of goes back to conspiracy theories in general for me. Right. I think, you know, a lot of times, yes, you're able to find like a, a kernel of truth in these theories, but then, you know, I, I think a lot of times the people that believe in these theories, I think a lot of times it conflicts against other beliefs in their life. Yeah. And it's that, uh, that mending between the two that I find really kind of fascinating. Sometimes. Well, there's a, the cognitive dissonance that occurs yeah. within any, any, any human who's accepting something at face value, regardless of what it yeah. is. But, like you said, there's always, there's always a bit of, of truth to some degree. For example, what we're talking about, are there ultra-wealthy families who've really been in power forever? For hundreds of years. For hundreds of Absolutely. years as a result of their wealth. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and have they guided politics and, Absolutely. and world events? Of course they have. Are they some demonic, end times causing you know cabal? Probably not. Probably not, not yeah. exactly. But, you know... All in all, you can see how these things kind of connect together. I guess if they if if you looked at all of this stuff, for example, the the documentary I brought up several times, I enjoy watching it. I don't believe a damn thing about it. I mean, yeah. there's elements of truth, like I said, in it, and I and I enjoy watching them connect the dots. But it's like watching a movie. Yeah, you know, it's it's so absurd that it it you can see how it could be real in yeah. the sense that okay, I buy that plot. That's a great plot for a movie. 
and I see like I think a lot of the stuff nowadays I think really kind of is fed into by the internet. Oh, absolutely. You know, the, the, it's made it it's the creation it. and the availability of the internet has really helped spread um fear, mm-hmm. propaganda, you know, that uh related to the new world order, absolutely. Right. I would say though that for all those out there who who believe that you know that that this is happening all you have to do is look at the election of Donald Trump and know that it it can't be the fact because if there was a new world order Donald Trump would not be their first choice so, Hillary Clinton would have been their first well, choice but here, here's the thing though yeah I, well, I don't know because really, the Clintons are tied it, into it a lot really, of times with a lot these of the times they are but I was also reading an article um within the last couple of days I didn't take I didn't pull any notes or anything from it but the whole point of the article was that Donald Trump turned his back on the New World Order. And wow. that's why he lost the election and that Biden had secretly stated that he would rejoin the New World Order. Huh. And that's, yeah. But wasn't he a part of it when he was vice president, according to all of these people? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. It, it was. I think it was the New World Order that installed Barack Obama, and and uh, and, and I'm sorry. I don't want people to think I'm actually believing this. <laughs> I'm just trying. This to, is based on what we're I'm our just, understanding. Yes, of I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use uh, mental and a mental exercise here to kind yeah. of rationalize it. But, Mandy, did you know you're you're married to a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the. It, they they were in, they would have been installed by the new world order. They wouldn't necessarily be part of the new world order. Uh, Donald Trump, because of his family's history and wealth and things like that, absolutely right. would have been part of the new world order. I don't know. I just I it kind of ties in with people who are like voting doesn't matter, but it does because you can see the results of it. And yeah. If that were the case, it wouldn't it wouldn't be so difficult to. Or it wouldn't be so easy to see how easy and you know, how connected voting yeah. and and people's voice and and um what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. We're not in your head. Participation in in our in our own politics, how that plays such a role in in electing these people. Granted, yeah. we're still not given much of a choice mm-hmm. at the end of the day. We still only have two people to choose from. Um. And not much difference, well, a great deal of difference in this last one, but generally speaking, up until uh, 10 years ago, there wasn't a big disconnect between what a Democrat wanted and what a Republican yeah. wanted. Just there is now. There were just different ways to get there. No, I had a, I had the same conversation with uh, a nurse we worked with uh, just recently because it was obviously post-election, and he made a comment about, you know, that it didn't really matter that Donald Trump and Joe Biden were the same thing but and i was and and my my whole point to him was that is a very straight white male thing to say because as a straight white male there probably isn't they're both elderly men white men if you're a woman or if you're a if you're gay lesbian a minority there are very big differences between the two absolutely and uh he he did not because yeah yeah, just a lot of those. It's a lot harder really... for us, even you know. Even I would consider myself to be slightly more enlightened than some of my uh, my fellow white men. Yeah. <laughs> but the older we get, we do get our our vision tends to narrow. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. And that's, that's humans in general. So, you know, I, I get it, but I've tried very hard myself personally to empathize with others. Well, it, it, it's, that's, it, that's it's, the diff. That's where you separate. But it, it's okay. It's okay to understand that you have a built in advantage. It's okay. But right. it, it, but you should also recognize it's okay. If you recognize that, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you and know. I feel recognizing it's one thing is it's good. Also, not doing things to impede changing that yeah. advantage, you yeah. know, voting for candidates who are going to get, who are going to help minorities and people who don't have those advantages. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like what people would say, you know, during this last election, if you love somebody who is gay and then you vote for an anti-gay candidate, yes, you don't really you love don't. the person exactly. you're, that you're talking about. So as a white male, you're, you're doing, I'm going to you're vote for- You're doing what's comfortable for you. Right. Mm-hmm. As a white male, me personally, I would like to vote for a much wider, wider range of candidates in terms of representation. Yeah. You know, gay candidates, candidates of color, female candidates. Those are the candidates I would like to look for and, and vote for as a result of recognizing my own privilege. Yeah. You know, doesn't mean we have to hate it, hate ourselves. No. Just means- we understand that yes, we, under, we understand the privilege. We're, we're exists. privileged, and it's a problem. Let's fix it. Yeah, but uh, kind of going back to the whole new world order thing, you right. know, the the internet. I think a lot of it, I guess, for me, really kind of came to a head with the whole like FEMA camps, the FEMA concentration camps uh, conspiracy. Well, that's that was when it started to get. That's when the conspiracy theories were being broadcast on the news. Yeah, well, you know? absolutely. You've right. got prominent. Right wing voices like Glenn Beck, Sean Hannity, Alex Jones, they have all helped spread these these theories of globalist takeovers by political elite. And the funny thing is, they're talking about it as it's them taking a stand against the the power elites in the world. Right. But they're the power elites, which is, yeah, is which is so funny. Which it is it is funny. That kind of goes back to what we were look, talking about. If there is a new world order it's these people that would be part of it (laughs) they're they're the new world order right right and you're supporting them yes you know you're listening to their lies yeah but But, uh, it's 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 all very interesting it's it is and and like i said it's 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 a conspiracy theory that ironically is so big that it connects to a lot of other it does absolutely so we'll be we'll be i'm sure we'll bring it up again in the future um but. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's all the end. Of my, that was the end of my notes I had for the yeah. show, at least. But it's, what uh, do you think now, Mandy? Having listened to that, which would, as a as someone who's listened, what would be your perspective on it? Is it? Do you think it's possible that the government, that the world is like that? That there's a secret society, a secret cabal out there controlling everything? Uh, Say whatever you think. I'm not saying I you're, think so. You think it's possible? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I think it already is. I think it's already run by people that are always going to be running. Well, you could argue that there is truth to that. I mean, only the wealthy are generally the ones in power. Yeah. They're the ones mm-hmm. who can afford to run for office and do the things that Have it takes. Have brought to... up in that. Right. Yeah. You know, and we've seen dynasty dynasty families, you know, with the yeah. Bushes. We're going to see it with the Trumps, yeah. the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. The Kennedys dynasty is dead now. It's officially yeah. dead. Um. It's dead. The, the there was a Kennedy who lost in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's dead. Um, and I think Caroline killed it. She went kind of crazy back 
when after she supported Obama, she said some things that I think it sullied her name, sullied the Kennedy name. I mean, well, I don't know. Because it's, it's, it's hard to say I, what after Teddy died though. That was pretty much yeah, that was pretty much the end of it. But yeah, and but yeah, the Bushes, the Kennedys, there's those, the Trumps. Yeah. Because I think the Trumps are going to be around for we're, a while. We are going to be dealing with the Trumps probably for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. At least until the older kids are too old again. So Barron's like, you people are a bunch of fucking yeah, morons. I, 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 <laughs> Barron's either going to be the... He's going to be like the ultra-liberal... <laughs> He's going to be the good one or the fucking insane one. I mean, that's... Cause that, that, sometimes you look at that boy and there's what, nothing going on in those eyes. What was the boy's name in Elman? Damien. Uh, Dam- yeah. <laughs> da- you mean Damien Trump? <laughs> Baron Trump isn't far from it. <laughs> That's what but, I meant. But um, yeah, like like you said, he's either going to be the, the black sheep and be the ultra sane one, or he's going to be the one that destroys the family because yeah. he's fucking that, insane. That's always kind of the funny thing is with the Trump family and uh, is like, I've, I've, I've known Donald Trump has, is a crazy whack job for a long, long time. Well, he's a con man. Yeah, but I, I didn't really realize the level of insanity that went to his children. I always thought that they were kind of normal until- It's all in how they were raised. It, I mean, really, because yeah. he was raised- Well, I was going to say really until I, they started appearing on The right. Apprentice all the time. And and I was like, I really don't like these people. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because they're not raised like normal children. They're yeah. not raised to, uh, to grow or to mature in any particular way. They're raised to be better than me, in the in the sense. Fred Trump, Donald Trump had to be live bad, up yeah. to this standard to get any kind of love at all, which yeah. I don't think he got. Yeah. So of course he's going to do that same thing to his kids. Yeah. His kids, I guarantee you, if you put those kids in a room and told them only one of them was getting an inheritance, they would murder each other with their bare hands Probably. in that room <laughs> in a second, or even not take the inheritance out of it. Just uh, Donald says, I'm only going to accept one of you as my children. The other ones. I don't know about that. I'm just saying, if he it, did it, that. It, the inheritance thing I could probably go along with. No, but see, there are a lot of them are pretty independent. Like Ivanka is pretty wealthy on her own. Yeah. Um, and she could, she would be fine. Eric's not so much. He's kind of an idiot. <laughs> um, and, and Don Jr. is just, he's just skeezy. I, yeah. don't, I think he'd be the first one to go to jail, honestly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, I think family. You're right, Manly. Absolutely, family. It's just, it's just. I like think it's that, how they there. There's no emphasis on actual familial love, and and that book by uh, Mary Trump kind of highlights a lot of that, and in, in, in how he interacts with his family, but the, and the but, things he says to people. But like in, I'm saying, though, what I was saying dynamics. though is like going back to what Mandy was saying though is it just I can see where you can look at families like that, yes, mm-hmm. and say there's absolutely a new world order, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I just say I think there's there's a there's wealthy, there's rich, yeah. ultra rich, and to be completely honest, I, I hate to wave my socialist communist flag here, but I don't know if anyone really needs to be that fucking rich in the grand scheme of things. I mean, there's yeah. rich, and then there's there's mm-hmm. filthy rich, yeah, and filthy rich is just it's. But obscene. you know what though, you can see you can look at people that are obscenely wealthy, like Bill Gates, who do something with it, but. But Bill, he is Bill Gates is also part of the people that are grouped in the New in World, World Order, Order thing. Right. And, and Warren Buffett's another one who yeah. spreads but his Bill, money around. Bill Gates said uh, he was donating what, like eighty million dollars or something like that, to help spread the whatever whatever coronavirus vaccine that there is. 
he's going to help fund, fund for the world. Right. You know. Well, then, of course, everyone's screaming that it's going to have microchips in it. Yes. <laughs> that's, which, that's a... <laughs> He's serious. He's serious. People, people. The first comments I read on it were that. Yeah, that is their way of tracking. Yes, there's still people who, even outside of that, who think the Pfizer vaccine that's been uh, discussed is 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 a tracking device, or it's to to make us stupid so we're more, you know, as if you can make Americans any more fucking stupid. Yeah, there's not. I mean. Donald Trump got 70 million fucking votes. Yeah. It is well, obvious. Well, let's keep politics out of it. I, I try to keep this show Politi- non-political. Uh, but well, when we're uh, talking about the New World Order, it's kind of tough. I know that. I, I know that. Because it's all it all plays into it. But the whole COVID thing, we're going to talk about COVID conspiracies. Down the road. Down the road. Yeah. once Maybe once the pandemic's kind of coming to an end. Yes. When it's not yes, so yes. fresh and everyone's. You know, when people still aren't dying from it necessarily yeah, on it's, a daily uh, basis. I don't know, but that's all I had on the topic. I think it's really interesting. If you're if you're interested in the whole new world new world order thing, there's definitely lots of yeah. videos out there. Check I would out. say the easiest video I've ever watched. It is long, but is that um, from JFK to nine eleven? Everything is rich man's game. Kind of breaks down what the core of that the the theory the, the theory conspiracy is. theory is. Yeah, so. But uh, anything else you guys want to add, Mandy? Anything you want to add? I think there was no Bachelorette this week. That's uh, <laughs> is that is that another conspiracy? Well, my conspiracy theory is that the Illuminati uses reality shows to dumb down Americans, Ooh, you know, so that they don't <laughs> they they no longer free think. There is a conspiracy that the so the lady that was the Bachelorette left in what the third episode. Yeah, something like so that. the conspiracy goes that was all planned because they had this new girl already like installed right away. So obviously they had it all set up because that's nothing you can like snap your fingers and do overnight. Sure, sure you can. Not have... during COVID. This is all during COVID. It was taped all during COVID. Yeah. All these Still, people were they in quarantine. I'm sure they, they auditioned these girls. Yeah, but all these people had to be quarantined before. Yeah. So if she just decided to leave the show that would be at least two weeks that they would need to quarantine that new girl before starting. Okay. Yeah. So but they wouldn't. They, would you assume that like for like plays and stuff they have understudies? You don't think they would have had a girl on the back burner just I don't in think case? No, it's so. freaking reality TV, man. Come on. But then again, I, they could have had so, her there, or yeah. So the plan was that they put this girl on there just to kind of yank her off for ratings, and then put this other girl on. Hmm. They pulled off the white girl for the black girl. Oh. So what you're what you're saying is is that what maybe is it's possible that reality TV is scripted? I don't think that's a. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I know that's I what I was saying. I saying it kind of. I don't think reality TV is scripted. It's it's directed. It's, it's directed and planned. Yeah. But you're right. It's not scripted. It's not they don't scripted. have dialogue scripted no. for them. But they are told how to react. They are I, told, I think I don't know if they're necessarily told how to react. I think I, they're I definitely. Think they they're edited in very specific ways. I think they're told how to react. I think especially with shows like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Because, and maybe it's just me, I don't know, but first they, off, first they off, tend to... First off, have you ever to, watched any of them? Yeah, bits and pieces. I've I've watched full episodes before, but not in any real Because I, I think... I think... I've never watched more than probably... Five episodes. Total. I think there is a Six episodes, there maybe. is a level of believability with the Bachelor and Bachelorette. I think where the directing comes from is in their. I don't. Their, I think it's in their 
when they give the rose out, I think that there's probably some direction there. Direction, hey, but let's, then it's not. Let's let's keep this person on. I know you don't like the guy, but let's keep him on for a couple. But if of that's extra the case, weeks. then there might be cases where they have to send home the the one that they do like. And what's the point? Then it is all scripted. Well, because, because I think a lot. So they, they a end lot up of having times, to fall in love. I think a lot of times you kind of know off the right off the bat, and I think that. Well, do you think Mandy or? Mm-hmm. Do you really know, like, when the show starts, say within the first two to three weeks, do you really have an idea? Do you, could you almost accurately guarantee who's going to be the, the top winner? Top five, absolutely. At top least five. top five. So that's all I'm saying. I wonder, I, I think that there are instances where they're like, hey, you know what? I know Joe's kind of a jerk, but let's keep him on. I, know I just you, don't. You, I, I, Mark is one of those guys that kind of falls in the middle. You can go ahead and get rid of him this week. Even from a guy's perspective, there is no way. If I was in that position, I, I would know... Personally, I'd probably know within the first five minutes of, think, of talking well, and, to and, these girls that I'm going to yeah, that I but have. That's an attraction. why that's why this girl left the show, though, is because mm-hmm. she knew right away who the one guy was. Okay. Did, I mean, didn't you even say she that she said right in the first episode? Yeah, when he got out of the limo after he walked inside, she said, "That's the guy I'm going to marry." Yeah, so I mean, oh. I, so I could see. I can see where it's a legitimate thing where she was like, "Hey, I know, mm-hmm. you know, why I don't I don't want to put myself through this, you know." And she was charade. on three episodes, mm-hmm. so that's three weeks. So maybe well, after she least. said three, that, it's three weeks, but it could be four days or five or it days. could be. 12 but I mean, in terms of yeah, of how it's aired, correct? It's aired in three weeks, so that could have given them time to say, "Okay, she already knows this isn't going to be good drama. Let's get her out of that's here true. and bring in somebody else." Mm-hmm. That's that true. and then you yep. know. Two three weeks later, they start filming, and then they're just a little behind. Yeah. You know? So, so anyway, I mean, it makes sense. Anyway, that's this week on the Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I like I started to say real quick. From a male perspective, I can understand being around a bunch of beautiful women and wanting to have them all. But if it's a matter of of like attraction and on a personal level, where you you're potentially going to be dating somebody, I would know. After talking to each one of them after five minutes, if that's yeah, going to be the I, one. I, I, I kind of feel the and same my way. Point I think is, most people are like that. And my point is is that when I say that they're directed and told how to react, if that's the case, then all the times that they're like, I don't know, I just don't know. Come on. it's it, They know. They know. I don't know. I don't and know the, if they necessarily the know. I, I, and the, I think a lot the of times. Drama, it's, I think a lot of times you can get kind of torn between maybe two people, people. Two people. Sure. I get even, that. Even three or four people. Now when it's not when you're talking about love. Because that's not about love. It's about connection. Yeah. It's about connection. And you think you can have connection with three or four different people on that Absolutely. same fucking level Absolutely. at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then, Especially if you're in a shared experience like that. Mm. Absolutely. Because you're going, then, you're, you're going through the same emotion. If that's true, with, if that's a natural emotional thing, then why is polygamy uh, illegal? <laughs> I don't know. I I, I don't want to sound crazy here, but... You don't think it should be? I, I don't think it should be illegal. I, I, I'm saying it because I don't care. I look, I look at it this way. If you're... If that's the case, if, that's if, what I if think. If you have three wives or four husbands, four, four husbands yeah. and you're able to make it work, and everyone's happy... Yeah. The only thing I can see them be having issue with is, like, Divorce stuff, but well, that you know. I, I think you you could run into a lot of like legal issues with that, mm-hmm. and I think you also get into situations where they want to try to wait, stay away from things like forced marriage and things like that. Also, oh well, forced marriage in any scenario is wrong, but yeah, or, or I, mean, I, I shouldn't say forced marriage, but people feeling feeling pressured into marriage. I don't know. I just I don't because if you're because if you start dating if you Ian if you start dating a girl and she already has two husbands. You kind of already know that, hey, they're looking for me to marry you, you know? 
not me to marry you, but right? No, I know. I, I think I get what you mean. Uh, well, pressured that way. Yeah, that's too much. That's too much pressure. It's bad enough I got to worry about ex boyfriends, much less husbands. Because <laughs> I can't live up to that either. Sorry. All right, but that's all I got, guys. Uh, anything else you want to add, Mandy? Anything? Nope. Thanks for being oh, on the show. Oh, I heard with there's us. a new show called The Max Masked Dancer. Ugh. <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there because I know you like the masked singer. I do. Speaking, I of, like... speaking of, of masked singers and things like that, what, Mandy? What are you going to say? So Mandy <laughs> turned 40 just recently. Yes. And her sister, Ian, did you see what her sister got her for her birthday? I did not. <gasps> her, you did not Her sister it? got a, her a <laughs> personal video from the one and only Joey <laughs> Fatone. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, from, he uh, sang to me. From Camo or Cam- from Cameo? Cameo. Cameo. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. After we're done recording here, I've got her reaction on, on my phone. You can uh, check it out. But yeah, it, uh, did you cry? Uh-huh. She did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was uh, non-existent that night. Nope. <laughs> Every day on the way home, I remember it, and then I get all, like, giddy again, and yeah. I just, like, smile and... <laughs> If, if you haven't checked out Cameo, it's actually pretty cool. Some of I mean, them, I, I've heard, some I, I knew what it was. Some I just of them were like super, super freaking expensive. I'm talking like seven, eight hundred dollars oh, for. I've, a, I, I heard um, like some of the actors who've been on like Star Trek and stuff. They, they'll do it for like fifty, sixty mm-hmm. bucks. They'll do a message for you. Mine was the best. He yeah. sang. Mm-hmm. Did he really? Yep. Yeah, the fat one. <sighs> But anyway, that's all. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, Mandy. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm good. Until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you some cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Now they see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Now they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the car, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a gold smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God.